hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. Did I say that weird re- register? You you just said it like really formally. Oh, weird. Like like you've been saying it for so long that it's just instinct. Yeah. Weird. Because episode sixty six. You would think that it would be though, but I don't know. I don't know if it is yet. <laughs> I don't think I have my thousand hours, <coughs> ten thousand hours of saying it yet. So. Well, if if every episode is an hour. We have about 66 hours or more. Well, we definitely have more because we recorded some twice. (laughs) I say we've had That's how we got to 10,000 every episode. We've recorded so many other times. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing that we still trust technology after all of that. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, John, how are you? I'm doing great, honestly. Yeah. You? I could honestly be better, but I don't know why. So, <laughs> it's fine. I'm good. Holidays are weird. It's always hard. Like, it's a struggle of, like, just getting ready to, like, leave for the holidays. Like, getting ready to relax. And also, does that make sense? Not to me. No. Yeah, you're probably... I'm going to, like, throw together a suitcase, uh, like, Thursday. Uh, fly out go. Saturday morning. That must be nice for you. I only got my work party Friday night, so I can't do it that night. Yeah. But anyway, I think it's, I'll survive. I think I just, you know, I... I'm good at packing. Yeah. I just, nah, meh. Mm, although, when I go home, it's more of like, yeah, there's probably something for that back there, and I don't yeah. even pack stuff. I know. I should, my mom and my sister have clothes at home, too, so it's like I should just not pack anything, just right. buy their stuff. Right. Just don't pack anything. Yeah. Wait, your sister lives here now. I know. I guess she has some clothes at Are home. Are you flying back together? No. Oh. We're just, she's flying back later. She, like, has to stay another week for work. Mm. So, it's mm. all good. Love when that happens. Yeah. So, uh, it appears that Riverdale did not realize last week happened this week. and kind of went oh, back yes. to being itself. I was like, what? Yes. No, you're right. Well, there is one thing that I think, two things that I think they've actually learned their lesson from the therapist. Mm-hmm. Or not learned their lesson, but like progressed forward. All right. Thanks to the therapist. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have any new iTunes reviews. I think it's for the best. We so were getting too, right uh, too ego inflated. <laughs> right. That's the line. Mm-hmm. We don't need any more. Exactly. Uh, but would you care to tell us about the title of this episode? Yeah. So this is called Tangerine. And this is going to have absolutely nothing at all to do with this thing. I've seen this movie, and yeah. Not at all. But it's basically about... Um, this is... I'm reading this off of Wikipedia... So unlike the other ones that you don't read off of Wikipedia, right? No, I know, but like I'm, I'm just saying that like I don't know, eh, whatever. <laughs> so the film is shot on an iPhone, which I think is really cool. It's fine. a 5s. It's fine. I'm just John. Fine. I don't. It doesn't make the movie better or worse. It just. I guess that's fair, actually. It's interesting though because it yeah. shows that like a movie could get a theatrical release it's, and still it's be filmed. It's great on for iPhone. a budget. Right. And this movie barely had one of those. Yeah, so this budget, just FYI, was $100,000, which is quite Insane. low. And it made um, under a million, but still, it made back its budget yeah, like you, nine it made times. Yeah, it made a, probably a great amount of money. Yeah, it made uh, $900,000, basically, which is not a lot, but is movie is, money. Is, yeah. So, is, and it's about um, a sex worker who basically gets out of prison and uh, discovers her boyfriend and pimp has been cheating on her. I mean, I guess that's a way to describe it. Is she uh, she learns about this like at the start of the day in this donut shop in Hollywood, and like she goes on a crusade uh, around town trying to find her 
her boyfriend and the woman he's been sleeping with, and like this this journey leads them back to the donut shop at the end of the day where they That's have fine. like this like insane confrontation. So uh, would you say it's almost too similar to this episode of Riverdale? Yeah, it's just exactly the same as this episode of Riverdale. That's crazy how all of those plot points happen <laughs> in this episode of Riverdale. They don't even, like, go back to Pops. Right, they don't yeah. start or end at Pops. I know. I guess there'd be donuts at Pops. I mean, there's Chinese food at Pops. Dead. So, we <laughs> Pops assume. is, like, a really good chef. I know. Amazing. So, anyway. Probably why he's locked to that location. Yeah, he's making much money, even though Veronica or Hiram owns it. Does Hiram own it? I don't know. Does Unclear. If he owned it, then he wouldn't need to go through the mayor's office to revoke his liquor license. It's very confusing. He could just change the rules. It's almost like they gave him too much power and yet not enough. <laughs> right. It's almost like it means nothing. <laughs> uh, this episode was written by Brian E. Patterson. Uh, he's written a whole bunch of episodes. Uh, he wrote Jawbreaker, the one with the tainted fizzle rocks where Archie murders a guy. The Stranger, the one with the SATs. Remember when they... No. Oh. <laughs> the Noose Titans, the one where they introduced Papa Poutine. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember that one. I think that was also the one where we were like, I don't think this is a title from anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was weird. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes, in which Cheryl met Tony. Uh, the Black War Jungle, when the Southside kids started going to Riverdale High. And The Lost Weekend, which was Jughead's birthday party. The best. Love it. I think Brian recognizes how silly the show is. And he leans in. He leans in, but he always takes it seriously. You know, because he wrote Jughead's I'm a Weirdo uh, speech. Oh, God. I'm not, I would love to write something that is memed constantly. <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. Honestly, it would be very flattering. If anybody wants to meme something that I just said, like, or something that I've said previously, then my birthday is in June, and you can, <laughs> you can do that for them. So make me memes. XOXO. Uh, this episode was directed by Gabriel Correa. Uh, we've mentioned him a lot recently, actually, because he just did Hereditarian In Memoriam. He also did Jawbreaker and American Dreams, which was the 50th episode. Was that one where they sang? The f- they sang? I'm sorry. The you're gonna have to be way more. Did specific. they sing "Kids in America"? They didn't. No, that was way earlier. That was so long ago. That was, like that was season one. one. We're in season three or four. We're in season four right now. I don't think I'm doing good today, John. <laughs> I my memory is not. Season one was the death of Jason Blossom. Right, season right, two right. was the Black Hood. Season three was the Gargoyle King, and here we are with the the, the videotapes. Okay. <laughs> They have not brought those up yet in this no, episode. No, no, no. They're not in this episode. Okay. It's like, are we worried about them or are we not? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if this is like the plot of this season or if it's like a super slow burn for next season. Unclear. Because we got to worry about murdering Jughead, which yeah. it turns out was never a Jughead plot. Right. Weird. Very curious. <clears throat> so uh, with whom's plot would you like to begin? Jughead. Okay. So, <laughs> Jughead uh, finishes reading his Baxter's book that he wrote super quick, uh, which he clearly based on the plot of season one of Riverdale that your grandfather wrote, so they're taking advantage of you twice. It's awful. And on the spot, DuPont's like, great, you get the contract. I love In how front of all the other students who don't get the contract. I love how this is not at all how anything would ever work. <laughs> no. Like, but sure. Okay. Congratulations, son. Yeah. Have a book franchise. Also, why would you be like, okay, this fucking pain in my ass, child? Like, I, I don't care how good it is. One, it's not good. We know what he writes like. I, like, it's not. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's not that good. I'm fascinated by the reveal that DuPont really was 
trying to put the Baxter brothers back in the hands of a Jones. Yeah. But got super mad when Jughead insinuated he stole it in the first place, but couldn't have taken the time to just be like, I bought it from your grandfather. He sold it to me. I also think it's funny because, and we can get to this later, um, that's a very uh, ethical way to do it. That's it's it's ethical, right? It's fine. It's perfectly fine. That's but like it sucks. Dupont chose to lose it when Jughead asked about it instead of just being like, "No, I paid your grandfather." Right, right, right. It was there's a but like, also it was the murder part of it. Also, like that was also really right. Bad. Like, why did I, yeah? But maybe Dupont has nothing to do with that. I don't know. Right, but like imagine yeah. Being why did accused why, of something? Why did he murder himself if there was no? Like, he wasn't... When he asked the the boy, they could just be like, no, we paid him, and then... It's, like, perfectly fine. It's fine. It sucks, but it's fine. Right, he, no one did anything wrong. No. Anyway, we can continue. Uh, the, the other, well, the other thing I want to say is maybe uh, maybe DuPont's desperate because Chipping is dead. He's like, I gotta get someone to write these books. Right, right. Shit. Chuck <laughs> uh, it, here, have it. Yeah, we need it, we need it tomorrow. Come on. Yeah. The publisher is waiting. Right, so you got the other chapters of this, right? <laughs> no, no, just this one. <laughs> uh, but when he hands the contract, he does mention the drug house to play by the rules. And honestly, he fucking does. He fucking does need to play by the rules. Yeah, maybe He's a being little a little bit. shitty guy right He's now. He's being a real shithead all if, season. If these people really are, I mean, they're terrible. Like, they suck. Yeah. But like, we thought Donna was cool. No, she's, she's not cool. She's the worst one, I think. <laughs> she's definitely the worst. Yeah. Of the four students that go to this school. Two of them speak. <laughs> two of them don't talk. <laughs> right. So, she's the worst. Yeah. Yes. Bre- Bretty. Did I tell you that my friends in college would call Brett Easton Ellis? Brett Easton Ellis? <laughs> like, Bretty. Bretty. And then Easton Ellis. And honestly, why didn't they just do this? That's that's actually really Hi, funny. my name is Bretty. <laughs> oh, Bretty Easton He'd be so Italian. Yeah, so Italian. It'd be great. <laughs> um... So Jughead goes to Charles and is like, hey, could you find my grandfather? Just realizing I have an FBI contact and could have done this months ago. But, like, can you? Charles, literally the next scene is like, hey, I found your grandfather. Also. He lives really close. Isn't this technically also Charles' grandfather? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Weird that this means nothing to Charles. Yeah, I found your grandfather. It means nothing to me. Right. I found my grandfather. Uh, Charles, this is about me, Jughead. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I guess I'm not entitled to him. Uh, there you Here, go. Yeah, no. Jughead doesn't realize that Charles is also his brother. I think he's like, yeah, I no. know my dad is your dad, but does, we're not related. I think... I don't think Charles wants to be a part of the Jones family. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because, like, technically he, he's not a Cooper. He met Alice, and he was so stoked. He's like, oh, the Coopers, this is great. She's like, and this is your father, FP. And he was like, oh. <laughs> Disappointing. Which is so uh. weird because it's like he's not a Cooper. It's not Charles Cooper. Alice is Smith, so Charles Smith, maybe? It's, it's Charles' last name. Charles' last name. Yeah. But he's not a Cooper. Like, no. Like, he's a, like, Hal Cooper sucks, is right. dead. Right. So it's good that he doesn't feel like... Deeply yeah. entrenched in Hal's life, but like uh-huh. still, it's very weird. Right. Anyway, that's all. Yeah, I don't think Charles has a last name. Yeah. No, he's FBI agent. Uh, so Jughead just like uh, walks up to his grandfather's buffs, like 
like this show really like This Is Us last season. I was just gonna be like Uncle Nicky. Oh, sorry, wrong trailer. <laughs> he even looks like him. He does look like him, but like um, a way older version. He's like an alcoholic with like a lot of demons from the past that he should have dealt with a long time ago, but yeah. he chose not to. But man, if if Uncle Nicky had moved this far off the grid, uh, Kevin never would have found him. I mean. I'm sure Kevin can find an FBI agent contact somewhere. He's probably, probably he's probably slept with one. I was at some just point. gonna make that joke. I was like, he was probably sleeping with one yeah, at some he's point. He's probably dated an FBI girl. <sighs> yeah, like somebody who was like a CSI, uh, like whatever, like a criminal minds. Um, one of those people who like are paid to like work for TV shows to make sure they're realistic. He mm-hmm. definitely guest starred on one of those shows. Right. And anyway, right, right, yeah. right. right. I get it. Yeah. Head canon for This Is Us, which is not the show we're podcasting about. <laughs> but maybe Man, one day. Man, we really could. We could. Honestly, I really love that you love This Is Us. Yeah. It thank really, you. It means a lot to me. So Forsyth. That's uh, my grandfather wrote that show. Anyway, oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, you should be doing better in Hollywood. I should. So sad. Forsyth tells Jughead that, he, that probably everything FP said about him is true. Uh, and Jughead's like, I'm not really here about that. I mean, I will be, but I want to know about DuPont. I think he stole the book from you. Oh, apologize for all the abuse that you uh, put my dad through. We'll get there. That was really a last week issue for me. I'm past that now. I'm cured. Oh, man. Uh, so Forsyth tells Jughead how he came up with the Baxter brothers, but he just burned out at Stonewall. So he quit. And he just had the one story... And DuPont offered to buy it for him for $5,000. So, so many thoughts about this. What are your thoughts? The first thought is, just because you wrote the first book doesn't mean you really have claim to what the franchise becomes. Just because you wrote, like, even if it's better, yeah. like, it's not the definition of the franchise. Right, exactly. I under, he probably, if this was a legal thing, he would definitely have, like, created by credit. Yeah. Though it might not have even meant that much as you went on throughout the franchise. He doesn't even say if he had other plot ideas for it. If no. it was, like, and I sold him a bunch of other pitches for future books, then he wrote those. Yeah. a little bit different. He was just like, I wrote one book, and then he bought it and wrote more books, and I was mad about that. Right. So this situation is actually a lot like the guy who sold Victoria's Secret to the people who would make it Victoria's Secret uh-huh. for, like, something like a million dollars or something, and then Victoria's Secret became, like, a huge empire. It's funny. I was going to say it's like the creators of Superman. Oh, no. DC bought the rights off of uh, Siegel and Schuster, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, who created Superman for, like, not a whole lot. Yeah. And now... You know, uh, Superman. Yeah. Uh, and I think they worked out something with the families. Like, nowadays, the, the Seagull and Schuster estates, like, have their credits on everything Superman's in. So, like, good, but... Yeah, but yeah. still. Well, uh, Anyway. So, man, this was not that dramatic of a plot line as it turns out. No, it's... It's, uh, kind of nice, actually. I'm a little sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Forsyth, bitter, drank, hurt his son, as you do. Uh, and he figured everyone would be happier if he just disappeared. And they were. And Jughead's like, that's cool. Hey, I won the contract to write more <laughs> Baxter Brothers books. Uh, but he was he was wrong. His theory was wrong. Uh, and Forsyth tells Jughead to seize the opportunity he's been given. That's nice. Yeah, Man. honestly. Yeah. This is not how I thought Jughead's story would go at all. Uh, so Jughead... Uh, checks in on FP who's in the hospital due to completely unrelated reasons. 
it's like, you got shot? What? Uh, he tells him that he found Forsyth. Uh, Jughead. Uh, Archie waits outside. I don't know if this is significant that Archie overhears most of this conversation. Eh, it might be later. Uh, if, you know, Archie and Jack could ever get another scene together. I don't think they've talked in a while. <laughs> they, fine. Are they still friends? Uh, they like each other? Uh. Jughead uh, tells FP about the contract. He's super stoked. Uh, and uh, he tells him that... He tells him about Forsyth. He tells him Forsyth, Forsyth feels bad. Uh, Jughead asks if he can bring him over to talk to FP. I don't remember what FP says. He says, well, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if you uh, wanted cause some like, trauma. Oh, okay, tonight? Uh, sure, I'll just go right back and get your grandfather. <laughs> it's a train ride away, but that's fine. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow? Are, are you still going to be in the hospital tomorrow? <laughs> Do we got time? Uh, Jughead goes back to Forsyth's, and it's empty now. I just figured he would drive the bus away, but... So all the Jonesmen just have to live on wheels at some point? Yeah, it's kind of... It's a thing. They must they must always be free to move, but, like, only metaphorically. So when Jughead comes back, there's actually this really good part where Skeet is, like, playing the motions of, like, excited and scared and nervous all at the same time. He's great. And Jughead just walks in and he's like, uh, your dad ran away again. And he's like, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> But um, he immediately pivots to, all right, forget my father. You got to sign that contract. Uh, Jughead agrees. He signs the contract. He puts a little crown over the three in his name. Adorable. Cute. Yeah. And then a letter is slipped under his door. It says, North Woods, ASAP. And then he goes to a cult ritual. Then he walks right onto the set of Sabrina. (sighs) Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's actually the same stump where she signs her soul away. I mean, that would make sense. It's all filmed in Vancouver. Right, right. It could even be the Greenwood Woods, for all we know. Interesting. Like like you mean in the show. It would just be really funny if the camera panned to the right and there were a bunch of witches and witches and they're just like, (laughs) I'm sorry, we got this next. Um, (laughs) We had this booked for 1130. They're like, well, it's 1127, so can we? All right, but if you go over... We're just going to be waiting out here, and... <laughs> we're, we're, we'll wait. We'll yeah, wait. it's fine. It's better if we just wait. It's fine. But, like, let us know when you're done so that we can... <laughs> we can we can go. <laughs> we we have rituals as well. That's how every meeting starts. <laughs> uh, so, the uh, only other four students is Stonewall up here. Brett has a rock, and Donna has a skull, and it's an initiation. Uh, which is, you know... the. They said they weren't in a secret society during Never Have I Ever. So that was that was binding. They broke the so sanctity they, of the game. They joined after the game. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah they, they recently got in. Right, they don't lie. They're like, thank God. If yeah, Jughead exactly. had asked us now, we'd have to say yes. Oh, so now Jughead's a part of the secret society. Yeah, Jughead breaks the skull, finds a pin inside. That's not for voting. He's now a member of the Quill and Skull Society. You know, the one where people die. Yeah, he's excited, though. You can tell. He's happy to be there. Did he look excited? I think so. He looked a little bit nervous. No, I think he's thrilled. Uh, there's, like, no club that Jughead can't get into. It's true, but he's like, I'm the outsider. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, come I'm play. always an outsider. What do you mean? You you led a gang. You're in the secret society. You have three great friends. Okay, two friends and Veronica. Oh, you have two friends and your friend's girlfriend. It's great. <laughs> she just keeps showing up everywhere you go. Oh, and then you have your one enemy in Kevin. Right. Poor Kevin. I don't think Kevin knows he's Jughead's enemy. Oh, good. Kevin's here. <laughs> hey, man. I'll never, ever, ever forget when they just inserted that and thought that we wouldn't notice. 
Uh, all right, where do you want to go next? Veronica and her bullshit. Veronica and her bullshit. So, uh, Dartmouth rejected Veronica, and Hiram is feeling very catty about... Caitlin, why is Veronica still living at home with her dad? Because she has an electric complex. <laughs> That's the only reason. You said last week <laughs> it was real this time, and you were cutting ties with him. Yeah, no, she didn't mean that. Oh my god. Yeah, no, she was she was fucking lying. I god. am so tired of Veronica versus Hiram. It's honestly the most draining thing in my life. Who cares? It is. It is the most draining. We've done this dance. No, 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 but now she's going to take down his new dream, which is his rum empire. And honestly, I'm going to sell rum circles around your rum. <laughs> also, she's she's like 17 years old. Who okay, you know how like all the celebrities are doing like uh you know, Brian Reynolds has aviation gin, mm-hmm. George Clooney has Casamigos, yeah. or whatever, like whatever it is. Yeah. Like if, like imagine if that was a seventeen year old. Imagine if that was Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown's gin. Like who's gonna buy that? What do you what do you think the name is of Hiram's of Hiram's rum versus uh, Veronica's rum? I think it's um I think Veronica's rum. Ooh, that's hard. What is Spanish for the men rule everything in my life? <laughs> and and Hiram's is just a, a... It's best boy. Best boy in Riverdale rum. <laughs> best boy. And it's a picture of him smiling and drinking the rum. Right, as like a, as like a youth in like a nice yes, suit. Yes, I love it. Oh my god, small, tiny Hiram. Yeah, so this is a dumb plot line. I hate right? it so I hate much. it so much. I'm sorry. At least Evil Veronica isn't here. I'm really sorry to the people who pitched this at the beginning of the season. Where they're like, Hiram mm, drinks a lot. What if he liked to make what he drank a lot? What if he was selling drugs? What if he sold liquor instead? That'll be different, right? Uh, that won't be the same thing. I'm not sure which person in the writers' room sounds like that, but I feel <laughs> very bad for them. So I honestly remember very little of this plot, so you're going to have to take it from here. So, Pop tells Veronica that their liquor license has been revoked by the mayor. Who is your dad? Who is your dad? Your dad. Who owns this business? Uh, so, Veronica's Who plan... Who wants to make less money? <laughs> significantly less money? Veronica's plan is to host a blowout party before the liquor license is gone. Yeah, that's fine. I get that. Yeah. Uh, Pop tell, Pop's like... Veronica, your father wasn't raised right. And he she's says like, that without really much prompt. <laughs> he, he's like, Veronica, I'm sorry, but your dad fucking sucks. <laughs> and Veronica's like, hold on. He I wasn't, a, though. I have a grandma. I have a grandmother that isn't a criminal. When absolutely Surprise. she is. 100% this, she is definitely a criminal. Because there is no way that Hiram just decided to do this and she has no she idea. She missed it the entire yeah, way. Like you, like she, what do you mean? Your crazy rich grandfather uh, who never leaves the house? What, like, He's yeah. clearly an industrialist. <laughs> There's no way that she like had no idea and then just let it go on. She's also a bad person. She might be like having playing poker with uh, Nana Blossom. Just saying. Right. Veronica's grandmother comes to town, her abuela, uh, and she's like, how are you? And Veronica's like, I'm thirsty, grandmother, for the rum business. Idiotic. Give me the menu, give me the recipe. This, this woman is 17 years old. There's, why, also, is it, why it's just... It is really funny that this grandma's like, oh, yeah, sure, 17-year-old, 
Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get it on there. I, I like that the show treats a rum recipe as all you need to make rum. Thank as you! If, like, as you if need there a distillery any... process. <laughs> like, you need a whole As if there isn't thing. machinery and ingredients you have to invest in to be able to make <laughs> any bottles, including bottling. It's not pie. <laughs> it's not like you can give, like, someone a recipe. Like, I, I think if everyone right, kind if of... they were getting into the soup trade, that would be completely <laughs> different. <laughs> My real dream. Canned soup. My real dream. Lentils. Like, uh, higher, imagine bone broth. Like, he sells it to, like, goop. Bone Like, broth. something, like, fucking That's weird. what his bones were all along. It was... I need to make my bone broth. My, my bone broth. Oh. Do you have any idea what that does to your skin? Just saying. What? Makes you all glowy. What is? It's the, um, oh my god, what is it? Cartilage. Cartilage. Bone broth? Bone broth. Is it Cartilage. I don't know, but once I went to the Goop Summit and I got like powdered cartilage. It's not cartilage. <laughs> Collagen is what I said. Collagen. It was like, some cannibal shit. Yeah. No, but if you eat other people, your skin really glows. <laughs> I'm sure, honestly. But yeah, I just got a giant jar of uh, powdered collagen. Uh. And I gave it to Chelsea because I'm a vegetarian. And then Chelsea's like, I'm too afraid to eat it. <laughs> so, so we don't know what happens when you do oh. that. Well, the yeah. mystery. But mystery Hiram probably grows. should get Hiram, in on it. Hiram. There's a lot. Hiram of, already um, glows. I was close to the inside. Uh, Abuela's like, Veronica, what about college? And Veronica's like, well, let me tell you what your son's been up to. <laughs> he got me into Harvard. How dare he? He got me into Harvard and I said no. Why? Because crime. Because I want to make rum to be <laughs> mad at my dad about. I'm going to outsell your son in rum. I feel like Abuela should be like, all right, well, I'm going to just stay out of this because that's messed up. The whole thing is a show. But instead, she goes to uh, personally slap Hiram in the face and then walk right out of the episode. Bye. Bye. Will we see her again? Who knows? When when, uh, Veronica is very concerned about uh, Hiram beating her in the new, like, chocolate race that they're in or whatever they have to do next season... Like some sort of weird trade war. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> My just, new dreams. Just thinking about how Abuela like just totally missed her son's activities for decades, including There's the part no where way. he his wife became mayor of a small town and a quarantine was called on that small town. Yeah, we all And she didn't check in for episodes. any of that, but the moment Veronica calls, she's like, Hi, how are you? It's been so long. Where does she live? Does she not live in Riverdale? Because she raised Hiram in Riverdale. Well, she, you know how Riverdale is here? Right. She lives over she was, there. Uh, she was elsewhere? I yeah. get it. Uh, yeah. My bad. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That was silly of me. Uh, and Veronica walks in in her fur coat. Like, holding up a recipe, be like, ha ha, I got your recipe and got your mom to hurt you. <laughs> got your mom to hurt you, it's very dark. So, so her plan is to sell the, the same exact rum. How is that a competition if they're both the same? Yeah, but there's a lot. Would, yeah, there's a lot of issues. Am I choosing between labels here? Also, she doesn't have... The means of operation. <laughs> she, can't, she can't actually produce rum. So that's uh, important to note. So Hiram checks in at Le Bon Nut. <laughs> Reggie, uh, Reggie tells uh, Veronica that she's got someone asking for her. Uh, the recruiter 
from Columbia University. Good for her. In New York. If she does go to Columbia, is that how they put her in Katie Keene? Well, she already knows Katie. Right. So what they're going to do, I I don't know. This is the problem with the show being set in the future, but yeah. not the far future. I thought Katie Keene was going to come to Riverdale when Veronica goes to New York to visit Katie. Were they going to swap places? No, no, I thought that it's like the show's going to be Riverdale. She's going to go check out Columbia University, and then when she's there, she's oh. going to meet up with Katie. Well, I think that's I, what they're doing. But that's... That's Veronica but, going... But that's time travel. No, because Katie Keene lived in New York when she was in high school. Okay, so you're saying the Katie Keene episode that Veronica's in will be a flashback? Oh, I thought she was going to... I thought it was a Riverdale episode. There is an episode of Riverdale with Katie Keene on it. Then but I have no Veronica idea. Veronica is going to be in an episode of Katie Keene. But then I have no idea. All right. Yeah. Uh... So, apparently, Veronica's assistant called and invited the recruiter, to which Hiram cheers her. Oh, he's Hiram. He's been real fucking petty today. Like, you Uh, know he's the reason she didn't get into Dartmouth in that other school earlier. Yeah, he wants what's best for her, and apparently that's not Dartmouth. Right, but, like, can she go back to Harvard still, or is that gone? I don't know what happens when you reject a college. I imagine they give your spot up. Yeah, because, like, I don't even remember what I had to do to formally accept a college. Yeah, you Except sign do up for a deposit, sign up. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. So, um, Veronica asks the woman to wait. I think her name was Shoshana, because uh, she has to perform a floor show. Honestly, why would you do this? Like, why? Because she's running her business. But like, it's weird. It's weird to be like mm, you're you're gonna decide yeah. on. It's weird. Why would the woman come? It's weird. But what is she going to school for? I feel like her first question should have been, I'm sorry, you said you're an assistant to a (laughs) 17-year-old? Right, right. Wait, and also if she, if they really believe that she's running these businesses, of course she's going to get into these Ivy League schools. It's all very strange. I think from a recruiter's perspective, um, living in the fantasy world where, 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 where Veronica is good at business. Yeah, that's not the world we're living in now, but sure. In the context of the show, it's like, oh, she has multiple thriving businesses. Yeah. She's multi-talented. Because uh, she, cause she sings. Uh, uh, and she is diverse. I think they this would probably be a pretty good impression. Oh, okay. Still think it's weird. The the li- Selling the liquor part is probably the is part insane. where you'd be like, ah! I feel like there could be a really interesting New Yorker article written also, about her. Is are we supposed to believe that by this point, Veronica is now selling rum? Yeah, didn't you hear? She got the recipe. It's delicious. Son of a bitch. It's not tea. I don't get it. It's fine. It's I just fine. pour the instant mix right into the pot, stir it around for five minutes, and pour rum. it into a glass. Rum. Amazing. Oh God. So Veronica performs uh, Saturday nights. All right. It's good. It's, it's high energy. It's fun. Kevin gets to sing. Oh, good for Kevin. Do you remember any of this performance? Nope. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Hiram applauds her and then reminds her that she loses her liquor license at midnight. Also, he filed a patent for the recipe, so she has nothing. Good luck on her interview. Bye. Also, who cares if she can't make the rum? Who cares? Veronica, Just leave your dad alone. Veronica, no one... Literally, it's it's that Twitter meme. No one asked you to do this to outsell your dad in rum. 
you, after speaking to a therapist who was like, maybe stop talking to your dad, <laughs> said, I'm going to get into the rum business. <laughs> And I'm going to sell the exact same rum as him. Yeah. And bury him. Her crushed dreams so, are confusing. Um, Guys, we got to send her back to Mrs. Burble. Uh, Gina Torres oh. really needs to get involved in this girl's life. Therapy is so important for Veronica. Yeah. Does uh, she, like, She ever... doesn't really see what's going on here. No, it's weird. It's a very... I, I don't understand why we can't give Veronica something better to do. She was so Or a better place to live. Uh, she was so interesting before her dad came to town, and now she's just defined by him. Don't you think that, like, if they did a murder mystery season of of Hiram's murder, it would at least be, like, somewhat interesting? And then you could have Hiram in flashbacks if you really didn't want to get rid I of get him. I get it. You want to murder Hiram. I, I want him gone. <laughs> I honestly don't isn't that what? Wait, isn't that kind of, um... Did you watch? I didn't watch, but did you watch the season three of Thirteen Reasons Why? Of course. Because isn't that what they did? Is they they killed the bad guy? They did kill the bad guy. Spoilers. And made the whole plot about that. Yeah, it, it's kind of like when you think about how that show could continue. It's really the only way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, man. Like when Veronica first arrived, she was our surrogate character. Uh, the way we discovered things in the town. Yes. The way she dealt with uh, realistic types of high school bullying. Uh, and cyberbullying. Yeah, that was great. And then her dad arrived, and suddenly she's like, I have to outcrime my father <laughs> while also staying better than my father. Stay better, be a better businesswoman, be legal, but not that legal about it. <laughs> be best. It. Be best. Oh, Veronica, sweetheart. Get some help. Uh, so Mrs. Columbia uh, asked Veronica. <laughs> Mrs. If, Columbia. is like, so this was kind of weird, right? Yeah. Is there a good story here? Because then maybe you get to go to Columbia. <laughs> I'm bored. And Veronica. Uh, I'm bored. And Veronica's like, there is. It's but a fi- we don't see it. It's a 15-minute train back to New York City from what we know. So right. she doesn't uh, want to just get back there. Later on. Uh, oh, that's not even part of this plot. Yeah, that's the end of Veronica's plot. Good for Veronica. <laughs> good, good for her. So where do you want to go next? Let's do Cheryl. We'll just do that quick. Okay. Because this, I thought, how do we not see this coming? Didn't you? Didn't you say that at one point? Oh, yeah, am I so smart? Or was it Beth? My sister Maybe it was Beth. Said it. it might have been Beth, because uh, I was very surprised. I was very confused at the start of this episode, because I thought Cheryl was legitimately committing suicide again. Right. And I was like, yes. didn't last week happen? Uh, but, um, yeah, she holds hands with Jason and Julian. Sets who off rat is poison. or is not real. You know, the only person who knows is trapped in a sex bunker now. Uh, weird. Uh, Penelope, of all people, emerges from a wall. So that's where she's been. She's not dead. That makes sense. Uh, and Cheryl greets her in a red gas mask that matches her outfit and lipstick color. Also, I have a lot of questions. If you... If you, like, let that roach bomb in your house and you're there, that will kill you? I don't know. I was uh, like, they just sell that in the stores. That doesn't I sound I think it safe. makes you sick. Although, if you were let off, like, four or five in the same yeah, room... Yeah, I mean, like, you could That could probably kill you, yeah. I mean, I don't recommend it, but I'm like, wow, that's fucked up. That's, yeah, like, They're dangerous. probably pretty dangerous. But they also sell, you know, the chemical cleaners in the house that you're not... Or at the store that you're not yeah. supposed to drink. Like... Not supposed to. Not supposed to, but I do it anyway. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> it's how I keep my, my insides clean. Yeah, it's the same. You gotta Windex the throat. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Clean, clean living. <laughs> clean in, clean out. <laughs> Cheryl wakes Penelope up. Uh, she, the uh, puppet, the corpse, Tony and Nana are all sitting around Penelope. Because um, uh, Cheryl always saw herself as the Red Queen in Alice in Wonderland. I really want to know how they didn't put her in some sort of like deep psychiatric help when she was saying shit like that. I don't know. Like, that's insane. It's, uh, like, you've seen, they cut off people's heads. Here's a fun fact on Batwoman, uh huh, starring Ruby Rose, her villain is named Alice. Okay. And all of her shit is based around Alice in Wonderland. That's cool. It is, and she's also the best actress on the show. Who is it? Rachel Scarson. Sounds familiar. She, uh, I don't know what else I would know her. She was on Birds of Prey back in the day. Um, I can look her up. Give me a sec. Is Birds of Prey an animated show? No, Birds of Prey was live action. Interesting, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rachel Scarston. Oh, no, I don't actually know her. She was uh, in Rain as huh. Elizabeth Tudor. That's cool. She um. was in Lost Girl as someone named Tamson. Uh, oh, the L.A. Complex. I love that show. She was in, she was in Flashpoint. You like Canadian uh, police the, cop shows? All of Canada. And yeah, Birds of Prey as Dinah Lance. So, like, she's been around, uh, but, like, she's really crushing it right now on this show. Good for her. But yeah, her thing is um, she is Batwoman's sister. Cute. They were separated in an accident. Oh, no. She was found by a very creepy man mm. who decided to uh, lock her up in the basement so that she would be friends with his son with a skin condition. Oh, no. So that his son would grow up normal. <laughs> oh. So now they're both crazy. Uh, Wait, so he can't see the sun? What? The, the boy in the basement can't see the sun. Because no, of- no, no, no. He's just ugly. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Yeah. Uh, and their favorite book as kids was Alice in Wonderland. Just let the kids out of the basement. But... <laughs> Nope. No. Sad. So now she's adult and she's real mad that her family never found her. I mean, that's not their fault. Yeah, but she's crazy. Right. Yes. Didn't this also happen in the new Girl in the Spider's Web movie? I think it did, or something similar. I've oh seen. yeah, there is like they are like kidnapped and held in the bad place, and it's the one sister escapes, and yeah, like, something similar. Yeah. Anyway, that's fun. I saw that, but I cannot remember anything from it. I saw the first few Except that, like, Keith like, Stanfield is in it, and I like him. I love him. He's in everything, though. He's so. doing great. Yeah. Do Knives Knife? Out? Yeah. Oh, so good. He's good in that. That's, like, his very, it's a very understated role for him, but mm-hmm. but he's great, and I love him. I thought it was funny that Cheryl was talking about Alice in Wonderland, because I'm like, Cheryl, do you watch Batwoman? Are you, of course. Uh, they have to all watch the CW shows. I, they didn't appear in Crisis, and I was kind of hoping, like, there'd be, like, someone flies through Pops at one point That would have been really fun. That would have been really, really cool. Right? Yeah. Uh, that, would have been, that would have been really funny. So uh, she's putting Penelope on trial for the crimes of gaslighting. Uh, for the gaslighting, the attempted murder, and, you know, all the... Real murders? Actual murder. Uh, so Cheryl tells Penelope uh, that she's really looking for a reason to spare her life. Hmm. Like, Mom, why were you so mean to me? <laughs> And Penelope's like, mm, let me let me answer that by calling your girlfriend a she goblin, and then getting you. really mad at you because you get to happily hang with my dead son. 
The family's fucked up, This John. is pretty fucked up. Yeah, the family's not doing so Penelope high. is, uh... Penelope needs more help than Cheryl does, arguably. She should be in prison and not the fake prison. No, no, she should be in Arkham Asylum. She should be right. getting, like... <laughs> well, fun fact about the, the real actress, I think that she was maybe missing because she was doing the director's lab at Warner Brothers. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So. That's why they had to pad out the story so long. Yeah, that would make sense, right? Because I think she had to be... Well, it really suffered for it. You could <laughs> have had Cheryl, had you fun. know not deal with a doll every single episode. <laughs> but what fun would that Just have been? Just want to throw out, uh, you know, that is an option. You can, you can, she can come home to that, but, like, she can do other stuff. So also, the twin thing was not real. How have we not done a Cheryl and Veronica team-up storyline? We have. Since, like, season one. Not since, the, we've, we've done it for the, the cult, I think. When? I'm pretty sure we did. When did Veronica do anything with the cult? They were wearing bat like like literally like leather spandex or whatever. I remember maybe this is a dream I had. No no no. Tony and Cheryl were cat burglars that one time. Oh no no no. That happened. But then they also honestly I don't know. But th- I really do think it happened. Did it? I don't know. Oh and they sold the eggs. Was it Veronica there for the egg? There was the eggs. Yeah, I think she sold the eggs. Right. I'm not sure. I think she sold the egg. That doesn't mean they, like, did a plot together. That means Cheryl sold her an egg. Or vice versa. Weird choice of a plot. So, uh, Cheryl's like, well, that was mean. So, no, you don't get to live. Um, (laughs) That was mean. I'm going to send you to a place, quote, so vile and disgusting, you'll wish you were in the walls. Everyone had sex in this bunker. (laughs) Welcome to the sex bunker. Here's a black light. Uh, (laughs) Despair. (laughs) Oh, I hate it. Cheryl locks her inside. Uh, Later, Tony asks if Cheryl's okay, if she can do anything. Please, anything. Let me out of the house. (laughs) Uh, And Cheryl's like, fine. Give me a sock so I can be free. Only if we can go bury Jason. Oh, and, and, and Tony's like, are you sure? Which, again, why is her response, <laughs> fucking finally. Right. Oh, my God. I'll just do it right in the back. So now we don't get to see the, the mannequin anymore. That's yeah, upsetting. Yeah, no more Trevor Steindahl. Aw. Uh, that must so. be so weird for Trevor Steindahl. Do you think he watches? I hope he does. I'm sure he does. Or, like, they made a mold of him at one point, right? But, like, how would you not want to watch that? Like, what, if that was you, wouldn't you? <laughs> it, it, you know it would be really impressive if his agent got him uh, credited for yes, the mannequin every, every episode? Uh, Cheryl, Get royalties. Veronica's doing paperwork with her smart girl glasses on when she gets a call from Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl calls the main cast together to give Jason his funeral. And, honestly, my reaction is, really? They this? had a funeral for him. They did. We did a whole memorial service in season one. Yeah. But also, like, this is when you get the whole cast together. Well. Cheryl, Veronica doesn't even know Jason. Oh, yeah. She doesn't know him at all. They never met. Do any of them know Jason? You said you invited them there because they were there when you tried to kill yourself. What does anything have to do with Jason? You made this about you. Wait, Cheryl? Cheryl made something about herself? Uh, Weird. And on a, on a greater storytelling perspective, this means nothing to the audience. Because we don't know Jason. Also, we've N- seen this happen none of None of us are like, oh, thank God they put Jason to rest. I'm saying, thank God this storyline has been put to rest. But, like, 
if we maybe heard him once yeah. while she was talking to him. Like, if they had done an episode where, like, she really was, like, snapping and, like, she saw Trevor and, like, spoke to Trevor no, for the first time. No, John, it's normal. So that we could understand literally anyone's relationship to him. Gina, Gina Torres said it was fine to talk to your dead brother's corpse. That's right. It's the same right. as going to a gravesite. Right. You know what, though? That gentle push got Shell to eventually get rid of him. This was her plan the whole time? Yeah. Uh, I Gina, Torres, so. Gina Torres didn't, didn't fuck that up at all. I mean, not for lack of trying, but sure. So, so they just... It means nothing. But they light a boat on digital fire... Uh, and <laughs> light a boat it, it looked real windy that day. They weren't getting that boat to light. Or I'm betting it's illegal to light a boat on fire and push it down the river in real life. It probably is illegal to do that. So they uh, they did it digitally and pushed him out into the river. And it was beautiful. And uh, and he's gone. Bye. 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 All right. Uh, where are we going next? Archiekins. Okay. So... Uh, FP swings by the Elroy out and is like, hey, Archie, are you a uh, vigilante? I love how he figured it out. And Archie's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. What like, are you going to do, arrest me? He's like, <laughs> like yes. well, I am the sheriff, like, so. fuck you, yes. <laughs> FP's disappointed in Archie. We're just like, but I'm helping. Uh. See, guys who are bad now have bruises. Uh, Courtney had, uh, my friend Courtney, who you met, mm-hmm. she texted this morning, and she was like, I have a question. FP is the sheriff. Why can't he arrest Dodger for all of these things? And I was like, that's hilarious that you they, even ask. Because they can't get any dirt on him, apparently. Uh, they don't have proof he's but, doing There's no hard evidence that he's doing any of these things. You could round him up and take him off the streets for 24 hours, though. Couldn't you just, like, put... I mean, I'm not advocating for this in real life, but I am advocating for it on the show. You can't put Fizzle Rocks in his pocket and be like, Fizzle Rocks, go to jail. Right, it's funny that, like wears their line for breaking the law because right. they do it all the time. We would rather but they, beat but him they, up. But they never, they never falsify evidence on anyone. Right. It's like, no, it's like we, well, we murdered. we can't do that. We murdered But Mrs. we can Dickinson's put on boyfriend. a different outfit and beat them up. They literally killed Mrs. Dickinson's boyfriend, buried him in lie. Yeah. And then they're like, mm, you know, we, we are going to make it as difficult for ourselves as possible right, to fight. Right, 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 right. Uh... Yes, because uh, the Dickinsons are still out there. FB is like, maybe instead focus on, you know, the fucking community center. Yeah. I, I can help. He installs a metal detector and security cameras, which, like, Archie, yeah. you have security cameras now. You can get that hard evidence and, like, <laughs> arrest people if they come. You got it. Uh, How much do you think that cost? Apparently it's free. It was leftovers... Yeah, but like from the from the old high school. Oh yeah! Wow. Remember when like sweet sweet pea was around? Did Did you notice uh, Fangs this one scene? No. Nope. Cucumber melon <laughs> appears from one scene in this well, episode. I'm on, like, why? Honestly, really, like what happened though? <laughs> and they're all dead. Um, Cheryl killed them all. They were like literally like season regulars. Yeah. Last and now, season. Now they've been murdered, or he's on a different show. He, I actually, I think Sweet Pea just got uh, cast in something important, but I can't remember what. Mm-hmm. 
And no idea why. No idea. Because he's acting. Well. No, no, no. Because no, he, he was better than all the other people who auditioned. No. What are you talking about? No, I mean, not saying that he, no. <laughs> why do you that, hate, why do you think he can't I think, act? No, no, I mean, like, not sure why they can't, like, give him, like, a good, like, and Sweet Pea's over there in college. <laughs> right. That's oh, all. Sweet Pea and Josie worked it out. Now he's on the road with her. Wow. That would have been amazing. But then she'd be in Katie Keene and be like, oh, I kicked him to the curb. Yeah. But, like, that's <laughs> He's in Reno, I think. Yeah, we were not sure. Uh... Eddie, Eddie perks up and he's like, I can find Dodger. And Archie's like, we don't need that. Which FP should be like, I mean, I kind of need that. Yeah, that would be helpful. Thank you. Uh, so there's, there's a conversation that kind of just clips by, but I really want to break down where Mary sits Archie down. She's like, hey, uh, the old foreman wants to buy us out of Andrew's construction. And Archie's like, well, how about I fire his ass? Oh, that's not how it works. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Do you own the company? Yeah. Are you using it for anything? No. Like, what? No one's no one's using this. He, um, he doesn't want to give up his dad's legacy. This money could send you to college. I don't think Archie's or, you going know, anywhere. Pay for your financial troubles with the fucking community center you run. I, I Instead of asking your girlfriend every time you need money. I think it makes sense, though, that he wouldn't want to give up Fred's construction. Because remember the first episode of Riverdale where he's like, you're going to go into construction. Right. He's like, I don't want that. I want to play guitar. <laughs> then he hasn't played guitar in, like, three years. He but, played it just a couple episodes But, ago. like, he's not doing it. He's not regularly playing right, the like, guitar. No. It's like he might be able to play the guitar. Yeah. It is funny that's just not an element of his character anymore. No, it's like, yeah. Like, no, I fight people. But, like, we were talking about how, like, that actually makes sense as his arc. Yeah. Unfortunately, because of how much fighting Hiram's made him had to do. Yeah, I literally put him in a fight. Like, this up. kid's super damaged. Uh, oh, yeah. No, nothing about Archie's brain is healthy anymore. No, no. Especially because he keeps getting punched in the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, his healthy so anyway, when he was having sex with his teacher. <laughs> Think about it. Yikes. Very upsetting. No, no. He was healthiest when he was dating Val. Oh, yes, Val. Val. They broke up so unceremoniously. Val dumped his ass. Like, she was like, like, literally. Mm, they wa- bye. They were, like, walking. She dumped his ass so hard, she traveled to the future. But she also literally, like, de- like she basically put in no effort into breaking up with him. It was the best. Yeah. Like, it yeah, was right. So he was easy. like, Hey, want to walk to school? And she's like, No, because we're broken up. Bye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Puts back in her headphones a good song, please. And she yeah, it was away. a good song. Yeah, I don't God, know what it I was. I missed the music from yeah. season one. Season one had a lot of really interesting, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Season one was great. Season one was great. Yeah. Guys, yeah, like, people are saying the season's really good. It's still not as good as season one for no, me. No, season one was great. So, <clears throat> a kid calls Archie. And tells him that Eddie found Dodger and they got beaten up so hard he's in the hospital again. This was when Courtney was like, why can't they just get FP to arrest Dodger? I don't Isn't there like, I mean, can't, I don't know. Isn't there like some CSI shit you can do with the way fists leave marks on someone or something I like that? I also feel like if you tell someone this person beat me up very, very badly, they can at least figure it out. You're at least a witness. Yeah. Which like isn't the best, uh, uh thing but like anyone with a group so like there's three witnesses just a reminder that archie literally went to prison and was convicted for like no maybe yeah. <laughs> like so what for is maybe mean? murdering a guy according to people who weren't there right <laughs> right right so uh 
Archie rants to FP about all the injustice in Riverdale. Weirdly, he doesn't blame FP for any of this, even though FP, you know, is a lot the of it law. is his fault, and also he's the one who buried Jason Blossom's body. Like FP, hire a staff, anyone, any deputies. But also, FP is there's like a lot of shit FP did that made Riverdale so broken, right? Like <laughs> that's a lot. true. We're not talking about how FP might have caused all of this in the first place. Yeah, he's like the damn scum on the street. I will say, uh, FP putting on a jacket. And taking the law into his own hands because the 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 police can't do it is the most common reason why a gang would start in the first place. Right. It almost because was like when, this when, should when, have been the origin story when, of the South Side Service. Right. Instead of Indians. Yeah. Uh, or Native Americans. Uh, when yeah, because when the police won't do anything in impoverished areas or whatever. Uh, that's when people take the law into their own hands. Right, that and, makes sense. And, and then, you know, the law is like, well, you can't do that, so that's when they start forming together and protecting each other from all that, and that's how a gang is formed. Yeah, and see, that's a good way to originate something like the South Side Circus. Right, so, like, it would have been cool if... Whatever, we're past the South Side Serpents. They're all dead. <laughs> one of, he's the only one left. And Cucumber Melon for just one scene. really disappointed I asked for a South Side Serpents jacket for Christmas. Just kidding, I didn't, but, like, kind of do want that. You don't, you don't want... I can... You got one? It's right, it's right here. Oh, my God, what? <laughs> oh, God. I'll sell it on eBay because they're all dead. <laughs> Gonna get more money now. Yikes. I hope no one bought uh, Pretty Poisons jackets thinking yeah. they won't be around for a while. <laughs> yeah, sorry for the Someone got really excited. <laughs> that made it. FP agrees to help Archie handle the Dickinsons, and it's kind of awesome. But, like, Skeet's crushing it this season. Uh, so Archie finds Bill and Fagin Dickinson, and they spit on his shoes. Ugh, And mean. then FP emerges from the shadows in his serpent's jacket. And headbutts him in the face, and they start a fight. Doesn't that hurt when people do that? The I headbutt? Think, yeah, like when he does that, I'm like, yeah, that hurt you? like the head. It's the skull is like the hardest bone in the body, but um, yeah, it's also your head getting hurt. Right. It's also your brain. And that's is in a there. that's a two sided injury. I don't. Yeah, even when I played soccer, heading a ball was yeah, like, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, but it's cool. It is. It's it cool. Is very cool. So FB and Archie share some post fight pie, as you do. Uh, He's clearly like his dad figure. FP, FP is feeling real good after yeah. that. Uh, but uh. he is also like, but also your dad would be disappointed. <laughs> but he'd be proud that this is the last time. <laughs> like, FP came into this episode and be like, Archie, don't get into fights. And end of this episode and be like, get this kid's right. Me. Fights are great. Yeah, get into fights with me. Let's I get into some fights. Too. Can I be your dad? <laughs> My son doesn't come home anymore. My son doesn't come home while he does his fucking right bad this things. This fucking nerd. Uh. <laughs> so FB suggests they call it a night when a gunman enters, puffs, and shoots him. Not again. <laughs> See, that's what's like kind of upsetting because it's like, obviously, we lost Fred for real life reasons. Right. But it's like, ugh. Like, that would have been, like, if we if he really did die in that moment, mm-hmm. all of his stuff with Archie would have made a lot more sense. I mean, it bothers me that the end of season one, Fred gets shot in Pops, and it's like this big deal, they do a whole yeah. episode of him fighting for his life, and then this season, Effie gets shot in Pops, and they just uh. cut to him in the hospital being like, picking his teeth with a toothpick, being like, I'm fine, whatever, <laughs> what's going on? Oh, man. Uh... 
Yeah. Then Cucumber Melon tells them it was Dodger before Dodger sending like a parting shot before leaving town. So not not a deputy. Uh, 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 the last gang member <laughs> is the is the one with the information. Like, does anyone else anyone else work at that police department? No, no, not since they lost their gang children. Hire Mr. Keller. Do anything. Yeah, he has no job. <laughs> he's so what unemployed. If, what if he's like the librarian? That would be really fun. That would be amazing. He has an apron. It'd be great. <laughs> like Archie should definitely hire him for sure. I, they imply he has, but like, where is that guy? No idea. Is he on another show? So um, Archie walks up and Dodger and Ma. I have a theory. Interesting. That uh, Ma is actually his stepmother. What? She just that's why they're the same age. But like they really do love each other. It's like yeah. it's like a beautiful family okay. uh, that they formed. Cute. Very but like cute. she just married in after after uh, her last boyfriend it's was uh, suddenly mysteriously murdered. Aren't they the exact same age? In the next door neighbors. Right. That's the thing. That's so weird. And she's like, oh, you're my stepmom now, but we're the same age. Like, yeah, but I love you anyway. You're right, Ma. I love you too. I love you too. <laughs> love you too. Unconventional but beautiful family. Yeah. Uh, he's like, hey, you can't leave. No, I'm. I gotta beat you up. And Ma tells Dodger to shoot Archie, which would solve all, all of their our problems. problems as well. No, but uh, Dodger wants a brawl, uh, so Archie starts to uh, kick his ass. Although Dodger cheats, he like hits him with a. Is like there a, any cheating? He pulls a knife. This? Yeah, but is that cheating? Well, it's not a brawl. That's a knife fight. You you brought a knife to a brawl fight. <laughs> He brought a knife to a, to a fist fight just after being like, I'm not going to use a weapon. Uh, but Archie does tackle him to a dumpster, uh, the corner of a dumpster, which looks really painful. Wails on him, almost kills him, which reminds me that Archie is a murderer. Who did he actually kill? Remember that guy in that boxing match? I don't think that's his fault, it was the though. same writer even did it. Yeah. No, he was on drugs, but Archie has killed a man. Yeah, that wasn't his With fault. his fists, with his bare hands. Um, he tells them to leave or he'll kill them both. And then children... Yell Archie, because suddenly the youth are here. Supportive youth, good for them. Are they supportive? <laughs> I would love to see the close of that scene, and so we just cut away. But like, were the kids like, we were just out for our midnight stroll. Archie, how what dare you? upon you, killing this man with your bare hands, and we're disappointed. I I honestly think that they're just gonna go in there with chairs and just they're they're gonna be like, we're gonna you don't know, but like we actually do support you. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because uh, these are very, very fucked up children. That means that we do get a really cool scene where Mary finds Archie at home in the dark, uh, injured, and he tells her uh, he doesn't understand how people, how these predators get to live, and his dad doesn't, oh. and saw, and he's like, I'm still hurting. Is it ever going to end? Uh he feels so far from Fred and how Fred would want him to be, and yeah, it's powerful, and you fucked up, and... Honestly, they're getting some of the best miles they've ever gotten out of Archie from losing they Fred. They are, but also, like, how he doesn't understand that this is not what your dad wanted is strange to me. Well, I think he understands that vigilante violence is not what his dad wanted. And then, but he's, he just feels like it's the only thing he can do. Yeah, it's just very sad. Because he, it's the, the only time he ever wins is when he hits things really hard. Ugh. Like, that's what last season taught him. Yeah. But... Is that true? Hiram broke this kid. Yes, and yet he's just around. He's just like, around, and Archie's like, hey, Mr. Lodge. Right, it's so <laughs> weird. The Hiram stuff is the really, if you took out the Hiram plot lines, so much of the show would work so much better. Yeah. Because it would, or if you just did something interesting with Hiram that, like, put him to rest, like, he can still be, like, the ghostly 
figure <laughs> Can you imagine if one episode they're just like, where's Hiram? Oh, he left. <laughs> he left. Dude, don't worry what? about it. No, no, he's gone. Gone where? Oh. He's going to make rum in anyway, Mexico. Uh, Veronica, here. what are you up to? I don't... No? I don't know. What do I... Does anyone want to compete in anything? I just, can't she just run for school president? <laughs> like, or something? I don't know. Is there a school president anymore? Is that, I think it's Cheryl. Is it? I don't know. She hasn't left her house. She definitely is unfit for that. What happened to Mr. Honey? Uh, he's still taking care of the children as best as he can. Okay. I guess he was in last episode, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's fine. So Archie's eating dinner at the El Royale when a mysterious bearded man enters. He's like, hi, I'm, I'm Frank Andrews. Uh, he's like the uncle. He calls Archie's son. Mystery uncle? Listen, I, I can bag on this show's ability to just pull out a character anytime they need to tell a story, but like... All right, I'm kind of down for this. Okay, kind of? But wouldn't FP know about Mystery Uncle? What if he didn't? (laughs) No, this guy... See, this is the Nikki story. Right. But at least in that sense, there was no family to talk to about that. Listen, this guy must have... I'm betting this guy... Well, actually, we should save that for rumor day. Yeah, we'll save it. We'll talk about him. So, Betty? Real quick, though, I do want to look up his name, because I know this actor from so much... And I just want to get his name. That's a good picture of Archie. He's a good he looks handsome. He's a, he's a good-looking young man. Yeah, so I am told. <laughs> Usually it's on the same page. Oh, well, no, because he's, like, in one scene. So, like, he'll be a flower down. Frank Andrews. Yeah. <clears throat> so this guy is in Ryan... His name is Ryan Robbins. And if he shows up in a show you're watching... It's a guarantee that they shoot that thing in Canada. <laughs> he's in every show filmed in Canada. So he's Canadian handsome? He's, yes, he's definitely Canadian handsome. I know him from uh, Continuum. Oh, Canadian. He was in one of the later seasons of Continuum. Oh, very Canadian. He's been in Arrow, uh, which makes sense. Uh, Falling Skies. He's in something called Ascension. Interesting. Uh, as a character named Duke Vanderhaus. The Killing. The Killing. Sanctuary. Like, he's, he's, he's one of those guys who shows up in a lot of nerd stuff all over the place as random characters and usually tough guys. And now he's on this show. Good for oh, him. Oh, he's in PSG. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I didn't know that we called that that. Oh, yes, we do. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Ryan Robbins. So, where are we going next? I guess there's only one place to go? I think we're going to Betty. Betty. So... Alice wakes Betty up in the middle of the night to let her know that Polly mutilated a nurse. <laughs> I love crazy Polly. She's my favorite. Polly will only talk to Betty, and the nurse, get this, her name was Betty. Interesting. Interesting. This plot makes no sense, but I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's crazy. I, I, I finally understand what they're trying to do with Betty's story this season. Mm. It's handled in a way where... I have no idea where we're at in that story. Right, yes. But at least I know what we're doing. Cool. So Betty visits Polly, who asks what's going on. 
no one at Shady Grove told her what happened? No, I think they did tell her, but she doesn't remember it. Or she's pretending she doesn't remember it? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> she's like, please, just, I I want to see my babies. Where are they? And Polly and Betty's like, I don't really know. <laughs> Sorry. No, <laughs> we no. just kind of left them with Cheryl. Yeah, and then Cheryl set up a trap of uh, roach. Uh, oh, my God. Babies. <laughs> honestly, we don't know. Oh, God. Those babies are ruined. If you overthink about it, it's upsetting. It's just, it's, um, it's servant. Oh, they died a while. They they died when they dropped in the fire, and they've been dolls ever since. Oh my god! And that's god. why the babies don't age. And no, oh. I don't watch Servant. Oh, it's interesting. Now, anyway, but we figured it out. The babies have been dead oh. the whole time. I'm still right. They're dolls, and everyone's treating it like they're like they're alive. They're just the Jasons. They're like stuffed like Jason. Right. This is just dark. There's just even more mannequins around. Uh, around Cheryl. Gross. So. <clears throat> Uh, Betty tells Alice that Polly received a phone call before the incident. At that moment, their own phone rings. Alice answers, drops the phone, picks up a knife, and tries to stab Betty. She's wearing a gray, or the, the phone is like yellow. Uh-huh. And it just looks good. That's all. She's also wearing yellow. Yeah, she's wearing yellow. Maybe she's wearing yellow. I remember it's, seeing a lot of yellow. This is your takeaway from this? Yes. Not the, yeah, the hypnotism makes no sense, so I had to talk about the composition of the yeah. <laughs> The, um... This hypnosis is some Watchmen shit. I don't watch the Watchmen. You should. It's great. I know. I've heard it's excellent. There, there's a storyline in it where these racists use um, mesmerism or hypnotic um, yeah. sounds or, or, or flashing lights to control people. And, like, that's that's ridiculous and comic booky, but that's a ridiculous and comic yeah. booky show. I think Riverdale's biggest mistake was that they made themselves so grounded in the first season that now we do question all of these more ridiculous things yeah, that are like happening. Yeah, what's happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Betty claps her hands, breaks the hypnosis, and Alice is like, what's going on? Why am I holding this knife? <laughs> so this... Uh, and Betty's like, oh, you just tried to kill me. Uh, we should get Charles to trace that call. <laughs> That's his favorite activity. Charles loves he tracing loves a call. It. Charles, I say this in the most literal way, is a tool. Yes, he is a tool. He just he is he is a character who manages to accomplish tasks for other characters. Yes, but other than apparently having sex with Chick, Maybe. we don't know what he does in his spare time. <laughs> Unless he's playing Chick this whole time, I could, he's like, I believe "Yeah, that. I love you." This fucking guy. My <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. freaked out your sister. You love just. Not your sister. Freaking out this girl who you just aren't related to. <laughs> this girl just found you one day. Yeah, I, I, uh, I actually, the more I think about it, the less I believe that he's betraying them. Yeah, I don't want to believe it either. Yeah. It's just dumb. Because Chick is dumb. Charles tells Betty that the calls to Alice and Polly came from Shangshot, and Betty's like, oh, it was probably Evelyn. Puts it together really fast. Like, of all of my enemies who are in prison, she's the one who's alive. Yeah. Yeah. No, it checks out. So Betty speaks with Evelyn, who's like, yeah, we hypnotized them long time ago. Like... Maybe even before we met you, really. <laughs> well, no, definitely after they met him. Yeah, I feel like that would make more sense. There is like, yeah, we uh, over the summer break, we made us that if someone says Tangerine three times, they're going to think they're Betty and try to kill anyone else named Betty because they're Dark Betty. Isn't that elegant? No, Actually, that's really complicated. Thank you. That's what I thought, too. I was like, why don't you just hypnotize people to kill Betty? How often, like, is tan? did you want to personally trigger it? Because, like... You're not just going to run into people saying tangerine three times. Right. I think that's the point. That reminds me, Caitlin, real quick. Yeah. Tangerine. Tangerine. No. Tangerine. No. Do you want me to do the Betty voice? (laughs) 
Wait, wait, so hold on. Oh, I have to like say something. I didn't kill my cat Caramel. Technically, my dad did and manipulated me into just bringing down the rock on the cat's head. But really, when you actually think about it, I didn't actually kill the cat. I was just a tool that Hal Cooper used for his serial killer ways. Anyway, that's all. (laughs) And you're free. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah, does the clapping just stop? Apparently, it's super easy to break that hypnosis. So, like, honestly, what's the problem? I, I if it's in the middle of the night that's a problem. Yeah. But <clears throat> I it's not elegant. It's a, it's a lot, Evelyn. Also, Why tangerine? Can you undo it? Can you unhypnotize yourself? Does it only happen once? <clears throat> Is it once per person? I think I figured out. Oh, oh who knows? Yeah. I, yeah. Is this, this going to be a problem for the rest of her right, life? Right, exactly. Can she never If I say it to cucumber melon, is he going to try to kill her? Maybe. Cheryl, Tony, Kevin? That would be bad. That would be a great episode. That would be interesting if... If we explored if, yeah, it more. That would, and everybody's there, like, in a classroom. Right. And if, if, like, someone on the loudspeaker at school one day just said tangerine three times. Right. Ooh. That would be cool. <clears throat> would and then there's cool. just a bunch of Bettys running around the school, and then every actor who was in the cult could could act as if they were Betty. That's funny. If they're not going to write this, I'm going to write this spec Yeah, it's, like, it's a good spec. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> where Anyway, where was I? Oh, I think I figured out why they, why it's Tangerine, the episode. Oh. So, like, Evelyn and, 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 and Edgar were just, like, you know, having a nice movie night. Mm-hmm. They, they, they were watching Tangerine, really loving it. <laughs> when, when, when Edgar was like, what if <clears throat> we hypnotize everyone in Betty's life to give them this trigger word? Yeah. And they were like, oh, great, love it. What should the name be? And then, you know, they're watching the movie, and they're like, like, what about Tangerine? Tangerine, Tangerine. Tangerine. Uh, Yeah, this is dumb. (laughs) I love it, but it's so dumb. So Betty asks, Betty wonders what would happen if she heard it three times. Charles like, well, there's only one way to find out. Tangerine, tangerine, tangerine. Uh, <laughs> what if it broke her brain? <laughs> she wasn't like, wait, stop. Put yeah. me in a cell or something? Right, exactly. Take away all the sharp objects. Yeah. What if she just pulled out a pocket knife and just like... <laughs> oh, cool. Her yeah, yeah. Stab something in her ear. Yes. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, that was in this week's Evil. Oh, can't wait. Are you I, watching that show? No, but now I'm excited to. You've got to watch this show. I know. I just got to catch up on TV in general. Uh, nothing happens. So she's not a ticking time bomb. But she does fugue state up to her front door where she sees Tiny Betty walk out. That actress looks a lot like her. The eyes are really similar. I don't know if she's, like, purposely acting weird, but there's, like, something really off about her her performance a little bit. Oh, yeah, but I think that's on purpose. Yeah, I think think so, too. They just did a really good job getting the eyes exactly right. Yeah, bright blue eyes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, And she's like, hey, are you here to kill me? Oh. Like like I killed Caramel? You didn't kill Caramel, technically. I mean, you did, but he was dying anyway. This is a fucked up Mercy killing, and Hal Cooper is to blame for this. And mm-hmm. I feel bad that Betty feels so bad. So there's blood on Betty's hands. Mm-hmm. But not really. And the sun goes out, really cool transition, and Betty's standing in her front yard at night. She's been burying her fingernails into her hands. 
I back in season one. I still think that's one. very hard to do. But I also not for her. She's been really. She's been doing it for a long time. That skin's real weak. I have a. I have really short nails though. Mm. I wonder yeah, if you too. have long nails. If you can do it easy, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I will say that the idea that this season's Betty plot is about finally dealing with Dark Betty is appealing to me. Yeah. The work, I- the way we're doing it, feels really weird. Uh, but then again, it, that is the bread and butter of Dark Betty. I just feel like we dealt with Dark Betty a long time ago, don't you? Yeah. So it's like, are we done? Nope. Well, no, because we never really dealt with Dark Betty. I guess. We just kind of forgot about her. Yeah. And I was fine with that. Honestly. Kind of, yeah. But if you can pull this off, good, good for you, show. Yeah. <clears throat> so Betty tells Charles about her trance. Uh, and he thinks the setting might have triggered it. Uh, and she thinks, maybe when I murdered Caramel, that was the day Dark <laughs> Betty was born. Oh, this makes no sense. The show should watch Mr. Robot if it wants to learn about how, um... Yeah, I didn't realize how dark that how was How altars are, 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 are created. Oh, do you know? Do you know the latest thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's real dark. Yeah. But that is the show. Yeah, that surprised me, though. Mm-hmm. I watched... That like, was a really powerful episode. That episode ruled. Oh, that's upsetting, though. Yeah. I, mean, I haven't watched it, but I know Oh, you should watch it, though. Yeah. It's really well made. Um, so, uh, their, her, their, her theory is if Betty can go back to the past and change things, maybe she can destroy Dark Betty. But, like, it's also a metaphor. Yeah. Not time travel. So anyway, they, they, they tangerines, baby. Uh, <laughs> tangerines. And Betty finds tiny Betty outside again, who's like, should I kill this cat? And she's like, no, nah, go play. And the cat's still dying. And she's like, seriously? Because I can kill this cat. She's like, no, seriously, get, get out of here. You can still, the cat, the poor cat. Cat's going to die no matter what. You I can know. go play. Yeah. It's, it's just... like, all right, a little rude to play while your cat's dying. <laughs> right. Maybe go take the cat to the vet. You could still go to the vet. Yeah, take the cat to the vet, it's... have the vet euthanize it peacefully. Pet... Call your mom. Yeah. It's... Not your dad. Call your mom. <laughs> your dad, as you'll learn later, big issues. <laughs> Listen, if this is real time travel, dad's a serial killer. I'll see you later. <laughs> Whatever this is, you should know this information. And she wakes back up. She's like, I don't know. Maybe I did it. Charles is like, good enough for me, and gives her a big <laughs> hug. Uh, what is Charles's deal? <laughs> he just wants to be in a family. I hope so. Uh, but not the Jones family. Just no, the fuck Cooper that family. family. I guess the Cooper Smith. Yeah, hold on. When Alice answers the phone, she called it the Cooper Jones house. She is neither a Cooper nor a Jones. I get I get being called. I get. Although I wouldn't she, be surprised if she did marry FP at some point in the show. I hope so. That'd be cute. Weird yeah. but cute. I feel like he has to divorce his wife first, though. Yeah, there's a lot of complicated shit with that whole thing. I think there are a lot of people who, even if they've divorced, like their previous partner, they still keep the name. Because like legally, it's just easier. It's or? easier, and also it's like your kids now have that name. So yeah. really, the connection you want is to keep with yeah. the kids. There was always these. Uh, when I worked at uh, the 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 pool as a lifeguard growing up, there was one family where the mom had a different last name than everyone else in the family. Yeah, and she'd be walking and be like, four Terragrosas and one and one Delor- Denorio or whatever yeah. her last name was. And we'd be like, okay, five terragrosses. Great, right, thank you. Right, Because we were just it's too just lazy to do it. Yeah. All, all power to her individuality. Yeah, no, I mean, I get it. But for that purposes, we were really just operating under the one last name. Yeah. Because it was a family plan. I think it's very, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's, I don't know, the last name thing for me, 
like taking your husband's last name or whatever or whoever's last name, your partner's last name. Sometimes I just think it's easier to have everybody in the household having one name. Yeah. You know, I think it's just the idea that it has to be, like, the man's last name all the time is problematic. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm not really against it. Do you, if and when, uh, do you want to take uh, your husband's last name? Ian has a really good last name. You want to be you want to be Caitlin Rose? That's pretty good. <laughs> no, Rose he just is has a, a great really, last he just name. has a really good last name. But what if you had somebody who had a really shitty last name? Like that you <laughs> right. like Glob. It's like, oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Glurble. Like yeah. Oh, Ryan Flirts. Uh yeah. with a U? Yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Nah, I, I honestly don't really care either way. It also depends, I think, on professionally, I think. I'm Caitlin Riley. Yeah, so. you've been writing as Caitlin Riley for a while. So I think that I have to kind of keep that. Which is unfortunate because Rose is a great last That's name. A great last name. Yeah. Love you ever name. meet that person? Was like that last name rules. I'd yeah. love to have that last. name. I know name. a girl who actually that's her name because it's like her middle name. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a good name. It's a quality name. Betty can't sleep. Uh, she goes to her mirror and tangerines real quick. <laughs> that sounds so <laughs> funny, but okay. Uh. Alice hears something smash, and she runs up to Betty's room. Betty's already getting back into bed, and she's like, sorry, I was just checking to see if my dark side was still here. It's not. Good night. But isn't it? And then Alice looks in the mirror, and it's been smashed. Meanwhile, four weeks later, Archie checks Jughead's pulse. He's dead. His head is bleeding. Betty, what did you do? And she's also holding, is it the skull? It's a big rock. It's a rock? It's not the skull from the thing? It might be the same rock. Maybe, yeah. So, um, you want to do, um, some superlatives? Ooh, um. Best supporting player, Kevin, in that musical number. Best? I don't know. I have no superlative. Best? Best rum. Hiram. Hi, Hiram and Veronica, tied. Because they're the same it's rum. It's the same rum. Let's think. Uh, best, uh. Best dad? I mean, FP. I guess no. not great. Actually, I don't know. It's not a very superlative episode. No, that's a weird thing. It's a mid-season finale, but it felt kind of like normal. Didn't Isn't feel like the outside. Season finale. Yeah, man. Crazy. We're not coming back till next year. Yeah, but it's, we're only missing like four weeks. I thought that's still the mid-season finale, though. Yeah, I guess we are right. Crazy. Well, it's mid-season. Yeah, and it's the end, last it's the episode finale. of the year, and that's all it takes. So there we go. Yeah. Mid-season finale. No, okay. Yeah, let's just get in the rumor, Dale. Okay. Uh, do you think Betty really killed Jughead? God, I, I hope so. <clears throat> I'm amazed that they that like the twist is this is a Betty plot after all, mm-hmm. and that we're that like yeah, this is this is the season where we deal with Dark Betty. Uh, you, that all of Jughead's stuff is kind of like, f- kind of like funneling out and be like, oh no, it's fine. Yeah. This evil school is is totally fine. Jughead's doing great. This is the best Jughead's ever been. Well, we uh, still don't know why those people are missing from that society. Oh, yeah, the disappeared people? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the videotapes will answer that. And we still don't know why Mr. Chipping jumped out that window. That's right. It was because of the gambling debts. I mean, maybe it was. Yeah. Maybe he just was kind of a fucked up dude. And like now they're like super in debt, and they're like, "We got to get more books out." Right. Let's exactly. get that kid writing books. Crazy. It would have been really funny if Dupont was like, "And I wore the contract to all of you." That would have actually. <laughs> I honestly, love you equally. It would have been efficient. Then he got five books. We got five free books. Yeah. And then he can screw them out of the contract and move on to the next. Here class. is five thousand dollars for each of you. <laughs> uh, gross. 
So I, I, is Jughead really dead? I didn't used to think so, but now it feels like it could really happen. Because I don't dead. know how this is fake. Unless Betty's still hypnotized. <laughs> I kind of think that the whole thing is going to end up being the perfect murder plot. I'm still pretty convinced of it. Well, yeah. And I think that maybe... Because think, think about it. Didn't Donna and Brett say, oh, those were the people we saw kill Jughead? Yeah. So maybe it's all just to fuck with those people. Maybe. Maybe they do kill Jughead and there's videotape of it. Can we also talk about how extremely soon their spring break is? When was your spring break in high school? Um, April. Oh. When was yours? Dude, like February or March. Well, we had President's Week. That was a week off. I don't know. We never had that. Yeah, so then we got April. Spring break is way earlier in the year than people think it is. I, I Especially for believe. high schools. I mean, I could see it High schools March. do it, like, super early, and then colleges do it during spring. Yeah. I could see it being March, but I, uh... Yeah, this all checks out to me. Also, there. this is probably after Christmas by this point. I guess. Go ahead and do a Christmas episode. We just breezed right past that. It's kind of a bummer because, like, I felt like a Christmas episode would have been, without Fred, would have been sad. Would have been, yeah, would have been something powerful to mind there. But I guess they did a Thanksgiving episode, so yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is probably, like, February? May or January. Yeah. So they're really burning through time. Yeah, for once. Yeah. And then, yeah, they graduated at the end of this. I'm really curious what season five is going to be. Assuming they get it, which I do, because CW renews everything. So do you think when we pick up, we're going to find out what happened with Jughead? That seems like it would make sense. I think, oh, you think we're going to go straight to it? Maybe. I think we got maybe four more episodes. Wow. Wow. That's kind of all I have. Really? You don't have anything else? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what's happening. Um, I think that the perfect murder thing, I just don't, I can't really imagine. I'm going to start reading some blind gossip about... TV shows to see if anybody is, uh, you know, if there's any, like, TV star playing on leaving a long-running show. But if Jughead's not leaving, I don't think he's dead. Right. So. I don't know. It has to be something else. Yeah. I'm, I truly, I got nothing. Yeah, same. Which is actually good, because I feel like no matter what they do, I'll be pretty surprised. There's, like, nothing that's going to disappoint me severely, unless yeah, it's a perfect murder thing. I could be disappointed. There's always time to be disappointed. <laughs> well, there's Gargoyle th- King was the best thing ever, until it wasn't. <sighs> I kind of like Chick being the Gargoyle King. That sucks. Eh, I kind of like it. It's a, not a dark, that's not a Jughead villain. Right, that's true. What do you think about Frank Andrews? Archie's surprise uncle. I feel like this is the kind of thing they pull out just to pull it out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, and now Archie has a new dad, maybe, or he's going to learn. He's going to learn if this person can be a surrogate dad, but you kind of already have that with FP, so I feel like it's kind of unnecessary. I agree. I That is unnecessary. I don't know why this show always adds another character. I think what this guy is going to be is, like, the wayward brother, the screw-up. Right. Who wants to do better by FP's memories so that Archie can be like, oh, he's just like me. He's like an older brother type figure. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, FP is already that guy, so we don't need this character. Yeah. But that's, that's you know, Riverdale just loves characters. The and only, then forgetting they have those characters. The only thing I can think of that would be kind of interesting would be if he reveals stuff about Fred that's very unflattering, but I don't think they're going to do that. They wouldn't do that. So It's just a real soap opera move. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe it'll be interesting. Yeah, I maybe. Um, I hope it... It helps Archie's story more because I'm really liking it so far. And if yeah. we do a whole season of good Archie stories, boy, that would just make me super happy. Yeah. 
Best boy in Riverdale. Yes, best boy in Riverdale. So, uh... Yeah, and yeah. No, no theories on the Quill and Skull Society? I don't think we know enough yet. Yeah. I think that the, the only thing I can think of is the perfect murder, which is interesting, but... Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what are you, uh, what are you looking forward to right now, Caitlin? Uh, you, season two. Oh, I thought you were going to say me, like... Some you, nice things about me. John Just being hanging out. <laughs> well, I gotta see you for three weeks, so that would be sad. Oh my god. Looking forward to seeing more of you. Just We're kidding. Be okay. I'll be okay. We'll be okay. I'll, okay. We'll figure it out. We'll be fine. What if we never record another episode? I feel like we will when we get back. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we should plan on that. <laughs> we shouldn't just do like one season of a show and then like. <laughs> Especially a middle season of right. the show. Crazy weird that would be. Guys, we have another podcast we'd like to promote. <laughs> it's called Do You Like Scary Podcast? It's called uh, This Is Us Watching This Is Us. Oh, that's such a good title for our future podcast. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, there are podcasts about Watchmen, the show. Watchmen. And all of them are that same joke. Oh, of I'm like, sure. We watched the Watchmen. Who watched the Watchmen? Us. Exactly. I, I want to know this one called Men Watch Watchmen. I, women Watch Watchmen. Women Watch Watchmen. Yeah. I think that nobody should have that podcast, <laughs> except for the official Watchmen podcast. There is an official Watchmen yeah. podcast. It's apparently good. I know. I heard it. It's great. Um, cool. Anyway, uh, you season two comes back. I'm really curious what you. I actually am excited about what you think of you season two. Right, because you've already watched it. What? No. How are you looking forward to something you've seen? I am looking forward to rewatching it with people. I know okay. that's weird. No, nah, it's not that weird. No, and I'm, I'm looking forward to everyone reading my recaps. <laughs> Please click on them. Thank you. It's normal. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. If you hear like rumbling, that is latkes being made. <laughs> So, <laughs> it's important business is going down. Yeah, yeah. We stole Ian's r- latke recipe, <laughs> and now we're making identical latkes. You know what? You don't need a whole lot of materials, no, or ingredients to make latkes. Yeah, very different. What are you looking forward to? Uh, this weekend, r- uh, Runaway season three came out. Oh yeah, it is the. Final season, because Marvel TV is dead. I know, I heard that. That's going to be a whole thing on my blog soon. Cool. Uh, and and they're doing a crossover with Cloak and Dagger in it, and I'm very stoked for that. And I'm going to be sad that it's gone, but happy to watch it. I love that for you. Thank you. John, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, at John Patton. And you can also find me on my blog, The Catcher in the Rye. Rye, spelled W-R-Y. Great pun. Sorry you don't like the book. Sorry to this man. It's okay. <laughs> Holden Caulfield. <laughs> Sorry to Holden Caulfield. Yeah, he really needs the help. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> he needs a Gina Torres in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. That's R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. And you can find uh, us on Instagram at the Riverdale Register Podcast. Um, Although, you... since we'll be apart for three weeks. Oh, we should just like send like messages to each other. We should we should on this over the story. Oh, that'd be funny. That'd be funny. We should yeah, do that more. I will totally forget to do that. But you, you, you will. Just... You will definitely forget to do that. You just text me to do that. Uh huh. Um, oh, I'm seeing. Damn it! Something I'm looking forward to. I'm seeing Jag Little Pill when I'm home. The the Alanis Morissette musical. Oh. And I'm really looking forward to it. I've heard it's great. Okay. Over and out, River Vixens. <laughs> <laughs>